An Eichel backhander on goal save. Rebound, they score! Barbashev in front. 7-1 Golden Knights. The party is on in Las Vegas. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. What has happened here has been simply incredible. Not only is Vegas a hockey town, it's a championship town. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, hanging out inside T-Mobile Arena. Chris Chapman, back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Home of the Woo! How we doing, Chappy? What's going on as we bring everybody back together for the second preseason game here at T-Mobile Arena? Uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas situated up in the flight deck in section 104-117 is where the TV is. We're at the opposite end of the flight deck. If you ever want to come by and say how, we're looking forward to uh, the follow-up from the game against the Los Angeles Kings with a slightly different lineup. Uh, Logan Thompson's going to start for the second time in this preseason. We are expecting him to go the distance tonight and play an entire game for the first time since before the National Hockey League All-Star game. Uh, Jack Eichel's going to play again, and he has a new winger and a same winger from the other night. Interesting, though, is that the rookie is going to be the constant on his line <laughs> with Brendan Bersant, although he's going to flip on to the right side. And William Carlson, mm. the final player yep. that's available to suit up for the Vegas Golden Knights that was on the ice on cl- clinching night on June 13th is going to play for the first time in the preseason. Not going to lie. I'm looking forward to seeing William Carlson in action, uh, shaking the rust off tonight. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing William Carlson playing alongside Pavel Dorofiev, which is the expectation for tonight's game because it's, it's a great opportunity for, for Dorofiev. And I'm curious to see if there's, if there's some chemistry that can be built there. The idea that uh, you can get a couple of reps in and be able to take your time uh, for the first week of training camp and slowly work your way in with somebody like William Carlson, because he he took a maintenance day right in the middle of camp last week. So uh, it sounds like he was working through something. Uh, But having that opportunity where you don't have to rush stuff is great. But I'm going to state the real audition for that open spot up front that is available on his line starts in game four tonight Mm -hmm. of the preseason. All the other stuff was just getting your timing back. We'll really judge what happens from here, Tuesday, Thursday, and next Saturday. Yeah, I I think you're absolutely right when it comes to that because, you know, evaluation time, getting everybody – up to speed, getting some of those youngsters reps early on in camp, I think is helpful. But now you're looking for somebody to kind of, you know, essentially break the walls down, right? You want to see somebody seize that opportunity. And first shot for that is Pavel Dorofiev tonight. We are going to be uh, fixated on that part of it, and we'll talk about it throughout the next couple of hours leading up to the pregame show with Ryan Wallace. On the back end, uh, Nick Hag's going to have a new partner, Caden Korzak, uh, will skate on the right side in the absence of Zach Whitecloud, who we learned today 
we won't see for the rest of the yep. preseason. Yep. Don't know any specifics on the injury or eventual timeline, but that's the status that we are aware of, uh, that we've been uh, allowed to uh, learn from uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy, is for the end of this next stretch, mm-hmm. we're not going to see Zach Whitecloud on the ice in the preseason game. Yeah, which, you know, I, I think you kind of look at it in, in a couple of different ways. It's unfortunate for Zach because you want him to, to be able to tune his body up and get ready to go. Uh, but it, nothing's really been ruled out yet in terms of opening night. So the hope, I think, right now for everybody is that Zach's able to get the rest or, or and the recovery that he needs. But outside of, of really having any idea as to what the injury is, we just don't know any more at this point. And he, he will go into the regular season whenever that happens mm-hmm. with four minutes of exhibition time. Right. So that's not ideal. No. He's, he's a veteran player. He's been through this before, but uh, on a tune-up side, when everybody's trying to find their game, you'd like a little bit more than three shifts. Yeah, you want as many reps as you can get, which is why you're, you're starting to see how, how Bruce Cassidy's kind of uh, – structured everything where you can get some reps early and then you come back for your second and perhaps your third game going into uh, the regular season so it's unfortunate from that aspect for Zach Whitecloud but you know again I I think that you're just kind of hopeful that whatever it is he's dealing with it's more on the short-term side of things next couple of weeks hopefully uh, we see Zach back on the ice we had some fun the other night uh, talking about uh, the big hit on Mark Stone and the reaction to it mm-hmm. and how there were so many Stanley Cup rings uh, involved yeah. in that melee in the corner I'll tell you why that probably won't happen tonight against mm-hmm. the Arizona Coyotes at least when it comes to that many Stanley Cup rings being in the fray and it's not because they don't have them in the lineup there's another reason but uh, just want to mention uh the uh, ninth annual swing for seniors charity golf tournament is taking place right now mm. out at the los Paredes golf and country club uh, and harry hall my buddy the pga tour player from uh, from england but lives in las vegas went to unlv uh he's uh, i fought, track him every week in the pga tour uh, he's out there doing things uh, and uh, analyzing swings and signing autographs and harry's a great guy he's a ton of fun and he'll be there for inside uh, the next hour yep. uh, out at uh, los Paredes. so jared justice is there from uh, lotus broadcasting uh, stop by uh, say hi and uh, and make sure you uh, wish harry hall uh, all the best from his side at the Ryder cup even though you're probably cheering for the usa do, do you know everybody i know a lot of people yeah i make sure that i know certain people Let's let's just say that I make sure okay. I know certain people. Actually, Harry is, is a great uh, hockey fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britain, uh, they're not in the tier one the group A uh, of of the World Hockey Championship, but they they do have a, a great domestic league. And Harry came to UNLV for his collegiate golf and stayed here and has become really good friends with a number of the Golden Knight players. Oh yeah, there's there's uh, a handful of guys who are. Very low handicap players. Zach Whitecloud, the aforementioned uh, uh, golfer, but uh, Chandler Stevenson and, and Braden McNabb and Shay Theodore and Mark Stone's a, a golf ball. Uh, that's what I call golf fanatics. <laughs> They're golf balls. Uh, I'm a golf ball. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but Harry Harry gets out there and uh, and plays with these guys quite regularly during the off season or when they get a chance to play. So uh, it's a great uh, great crossover with with Harry uh, and what he's been able to. He's had some good performances, a couple of uh, really uh, solid ones uh, last year, and uh, he's more than just a guy that's uh, keeping his card. Uh, uh, 
I think that there's a breakout performance. So being able to go to uh, the ninth annual Swing for Seniors charity golf tournament at mm-hmm. Las Paredes, that's that's a pretty cool, cool opportunity to be able to cross paths and uh, interact with a PGA player. Pick his brain. Pick his brain. Talk Ryder Cup. He, he'll talk. He might. He's scheduled to be there until 5. Yeah. Harry may stay there until midnight if you want to talk Ryder Cup. <laughs> the way the opening day of the matches went in Rome mm. early this morning or yesterday. It was as much of a dominant performance as we've ever seen from the Euros. Mm. So USA and uh, and company, Zach Johnson, they, they got some work to do going into day number two. You are a golf ball. I am. I There's, there's nothing I like more. <laughs> Then going through Instagram and looking at golf tips, mm-hmm. then I save them, I text them to myself. And, I, like, my text string under my number mm-hmm. is nothing but 4,000 golf tips. I hit golf balls at home mm-hmm. uh, into the net. Uh, there's, I chip and I putt, and I'm, I'm very average, but I love the sport. You text yourself clips. Yeah, so you can forward them. Instead of just saving them on Instagram, uh-huh. uh, I just, you know, you can share. Sure. So I share them to my, my phone. I text them to myself. And then I go through my, my string, my text string. That's amazing. So I, Just so I know where they are. There's, there's a note app. You, I, could, you I, could literally put it into your note and app. And Gordon Weigers has showed me that. Yes. And I'm very comfortable with this. <laughs> All right. I know, Copy I know link. It. Put it in your note app. I, I don't want my use my note app for all a bunch of other stuff. Okay. My note app, funny you should mention that, <laughs> is I'll show you my note app right now and, okay. and, and what's in there. It's it's all hockey. Oh yeah. Everything in my note app is is different things that I've uh, read or come across around the National Hockey League. So it is just full of dip, like Nick Bonino. The first thing that comes up is Nick Bonino. Uh huh. This is a fascinating – we're going to go down a rabbit hole here. But Nick Bonino is one of the, the better face-off guys mm-hmm. in the National Hockey League. But what he's figured out is when he's on his weak side mm-hmm. trying to win a draw, so you're trying to win the draw and you're going against – so you're trying to win it to your uh, back end, and you've got your, but you've got the curve going the other way. Okay. He'll switch hands. Oh, yeah? And try and win it to his backhand, but with the curve going back. Gotcha. Okay. So I've never heard this before. I've talked to a couple of people, and they said, yeah, they've come across it, but it's not very mainstream. Huh. So instead of trying to uh, win your face-offs with just a, a little bit of the blade mm-hmm. before it starts curving away from you, yeah, uh, trying to be able to do that, they try and win it to the backhand, but with your right hand lower, if, I, if you're uh, a lefty, uh, and try and win it back with the, with the curve with you, so you better chance of cupping the puck mm-hmm. instead of it rolling off your blade. Okay. I thought that was fascinating. He said the first time he tried it in a game, he won it so fast that it just went banging off the glass, and everybody was, couldn't believe how, how that happened. Yeah. Nobody was expecting it. Even The other centerman doesn't expect you to all of a sudden switch hands. So that's in my notes right now, something random like that that I'll use at, at some point this season. That's why I don't try to clog, clog up yeah. something that, uh, that I use as a, as a work resource. I clog up my own personal text string with my golf ball 
Unlim- stuff. Unlimited text all, messages. All opening golf lesson. <laughs> take takeaways. <laughs> takeaways. Ball position. Foot position. Yeah. Driver. Uh, driver execution. How am I going to get more height? I'm really focused on the hips right now. That's what I'm doing. So I, I need to spend some time. If I wasn't here right now, mm-hmm. I would be out at Los Prados, hanging out with Harry, talking Ryder Cup, and maybe seeing. And and while I was doing it, I take a couple of little swings because I don't want to ask him for. A tip, mm-hmm. but I would love it if he would volunteer. And I and I would, if he wasn't doing it, I would do something stupid <laughs> and force him to get involved yeah. and, and get him to give me a, a tip out at uh, Los Prados. And mm-hmm. and obviously talk a little bit of Ryder Cup. You would take some practice swings right in front mm-hmm. of him so that he would For have sure. no choice but to correct. You know who else would be there? Who? Bruce Cassidy. Oh yeah, he is a golf ball himself. And he's a good player too. Oh yeah, and member over at uh, TPC. And he, if he's not at the rink, he's either biking, walking the dog, picking up the kids, or on the golf course. Nice. Those 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 are the four things. If if you find him doing w- one of those four things, yeah. that or something other than those four things, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be shocked. Like eating. Well, probably eating on the golf course. Oh okay. Something like that. Uh, but uh, but he is he is I love talking golf uh, with Bruce. He won his member member uh, this year just after the Stanley Cup hmm. uh, final. So we're uh, we'll keep our eye on what Harry's doing out there with uh, Jared. Uh, Jared Justice is not a golf ball. No, I'm not sure Jared Justice would know which end is up on the golf club. I like, think no, he we, doesn't. Let's give him more credit than that. He doesn't have any interest in golfing or playing golf. That's another pet peeve too. Oh yeah, it's not it's not golfing, playing it's golf, playing golf, like yeah. somebody. And I I was I was a, a real uh, violator of this really before, and somebody pointed out to me, and I'm like, I'll never I'll was never this? see it the same again. It was yeah. a broadcast. Uh, Bob McCowan, a uh, famous uh, talk show host in Toronto, now does the Bob McCowan podcast hmm. with John Shannon. Uh, he said, "You don't go golfing. You go play golf." When you go to the rink and you play your men's league game, mm-hmm. are you hockeying? No. No, you're not. You're playing hockey. Yeah. So so the only one that he can really get is bowling. Yeah. Because there's that. You are bowling are, I, the ball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But he said that's about it. The rest of it, you're playing soccer. You're not soccering. And then kind the of, light bulb went on. Yeah, that kind and, of blew my mind. Yeah. I'll be honest. And, and all of a sudden it makes sense. But. But what are you doing? Golfing? No, you're playing golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's you'll, amazing. You'll never look at it. Uh, I will the, not the, the the same way again. So, uh, when you go out to see Harry Hall with the VGK Insider Show on the air, as you go out there, say uh, good luck the next time you play golf. Hmm. And tonight uh, we are going to play some hockey at T-Mobile Arena at the Fortress. You know that old joke? It's so lame. Hmm. Where. You went to a hockey game, and a fight broke out. Yep, yep, I know that one. Yeah, it's it's happening today. It has nothing to do with this preseason game. Okay, but it's happening here. What what did you come across when you walked into the building? This is so Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. This is okay. so Vegas. What happened today? So when 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 you walked across from the parkade, yeah. into T-Mobile for tonight's National Hockey League preseason game. Yeah, so I got down here. A bit earlier than normal, and it wasn't for any particular reason outside of 
you know, I just wanted to be early today. I had a couple of things that I needed to do in town. Unfortunately, uh, the traffic, I noticed it was, was as bad as it is generally before a, a big game. And I, I you know, we're, we're multiple hours before the puck drops, and I just couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. So I parked the car, and I start walking down, and I hear music blaring, and I see a sea of people on Toshiba Plaza. And unbeknownst to me, because I, I don't pay attention to such things, there's a big fight. And yeah. there's a weigh-in for the Canelo fight right now outside Toshiba Plaza. I Taking had place. no idea. So I, I'd heard rumblings of yeah. this, yeah. but then I was leaving uh, the uh, office, and I was listening to Kavino Rich, mm-hmm. who are on right before us in Fox yeah. Sports uh, Las Vegas. And they were discussing how they had just flown into Vegas. Mm. Uh, they were a media row. Uh, championship fight and uh, the Canelo uh, boats going and uh, they were they Jim Lampley they were talking to him and and they were having a great time and they were looking forward to the weigh in and they mentioned that they were just outside T-Mobile I'm like what like how's that gonna happen yeah and I I like you had uh, experienced a little more traffic drive in and it's not chaos it's nothing. Like what we experienced during the Stanley Cup final. No, but there is a crowd. There is a crowd out uh, in in the plaza right now for that weigh-in and all the media members and uh, being able to to watch that. And I thought, what other place in the world can you have a National Hockey League game and a weigh-in for a championship boxing card mm-hmm. and never do the two really cross paths? Like you would. You would expect the hockey people would be promoting the the fight and be all over it. Yeah. Uh, the fight people would be going, "Hey, we're at, we're at the uh, home of uh, the National Hockey League team in, in this Cup city. Champions. In, in in this city, yeah. uh, uh, there would be all kinds of crossover. Florida, the Panthers are playing tomorrow night, but we got the boxing card to, tonight in Vegas. It's just, it's a Friday night, <laughs> yes, and it's a Saturday night. Yeah, and and it's. Totally independent of each other. Yeah, that 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 struck me as I was walking down the stairs. The only crossover is the space outside. That's it. That's it. it and if that wasn't happening, yeah. you wouldn't have known. No, I would not have known. Not a chance. And and you're aware. Yeah, you wouldn't have known. No. It's just it's it's how this city operates <laughs> with its big events. And they walk down the strip and they're getting ready for the Formula One race. Yeah. And tomorrow is a UNLV game, mm-hmm. uh, the Ninth Island game, Ninth Island uh, night tonight at T-Mobile Arena as we recognize Hawaii. Like, it's just it's incredible how many different things. We know it, yeah. but then you see it in action when you pass away and how passionate mm-hmm. boxing fans are, and they have no idea that there's a hockey game on tonight. <laughs> and the hockey fans are all walking by going, what's that? Yeah. That was me uh, walking uh, into uh, the building. Yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing, and you know, it's, you know, you, you kind of mentioned it, right? But like that's that's what happens here in this city now. Like you've got so many different events. You've got really a big event every single day of the week, which is what it kind of feels like at this point. And you know, that's uh, that's the ultimate sports town, in my opinion, in, in Las Vegas. It, every night you can go do something fun. So who are you taking in the fight? Oh, I I mean, the only person I know in the fight is Canelo, so I'm going to go Canelo. Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only one I know. I, I'm going with that too. Yeah, I like my boxing. Yeah, I uh, I came up with it. Uh, I, I I've sort of 
familiarize myself with the UFC, mm. but I'm still a, a boxing guy at heart. I, I have my fan favorites in the UFC, Patty the Batty. By the way, December bout, he's coming back. Yeah. First time since he was here last December, mm-hmm. he's going to fight again. He's got the, the foot fixed. He's, he's ready. He a broken, broke his foot in that fight uh, and that controversial decision. He's coming back in December. So i got a few guys in the UFC, but deep down, I'm more of a, uh, a boxing guy. And I, I think that's why it's the same with, with hockey. I think I'd be, I have a better chance of surviving in boxing mm-hmm. than UFC, so yeah. I, I like it a bit more. Like hockey, I think I can get a, I can do it. I'm familiar with a little bit, so I, I, love, I love my hockey. What's the aspect of like UFC that, that worries you, getting taken down? The, the, the Not fact, being able to get up? No, the fact that somebody is going to hurt me so bad mm-hmm. that I'm just going to totally give up. Like pass, like pass out, pass or, out, or yeah. or, or, or tap out. That somebody's going. That doesn't. There's throwing in the towel in boxing, <laughs> but usually that's like your corner doing yeah, that for sure. They they give up for you. Yeah. But how many guys just say, well, the Roberto Duran, uh, no mas. Uh, how many guys in boxing just quit? How many guys in hockey just quit? If if you're forcing a professional athlete to the point where they're saying. I'm done. I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want any part of that sport. But, like, if someone got a, a hold of your arm, you would just tap out immediately. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't I'm, feel I'm, any I'm, of the pain. But I'm quitting. Well, I'm sure. Quitting. They're, but they're forcing me to quit. I don't want to be in a position where <laughs> I'm, I, I, I wanna, I'm being forced to quit. In boxing, mm-hmm. I'll lose the bout and, and, or I'll get knocked down and I won't get up. Mm-hmm. And that, that's part of it. Uh, and that's no fun either. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. But the idea that I'm in a position where I'm in so much pain <laughs> that I'm just going <laughs> to scream and say, I quit. I, I, I can't. I have trouble recognizing and coming to uh, a, a firm understanding of me in that situation. Because whenever you see a sport or mm-hmm. an activity, you go, mm-hmm. I wonder if I'd be any good at that. We, that's a natural yeah. thing. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I watched uh, truck drivers, long haulers. I'm like, I wonder if I'd be any good at that. Well, if I was going in a straight line yeah. across the country and only had to turn 30 degrees mm-hmm. per time, I think I could do it. I could tell if, you right If now. I ever had to make a sharp turn, like a 45-degree mm-hmm. <laughs> turn, or ever put it in reverse, I'm done. I, can, I recognize that. I can tell you right now, I, I do really well at that because we, had, we used to have these big, heavy billboards that we would t- like tow around town for all of our events. And, I mean, they were... For the radio station? Yeah, yeah, for the radio station. They were heavy. They let you do that? Yeah. Do well, you need a, like a class? What is, the, what is the normal license? Class 1 or is it class 5 for, for, your, for a driver's license? C? Oh, class oh, yeah. C. Okay, so it's different here. So it's, it's class C. What's, what's a there was, higher? You didn't need there, a, there was anything? no special. Nothing. Really? No. So you're towing down around this, yeah. this heavy oh, yeah. crap yeah. and or billboards, uh, this, this heavy stuff, <laughs> yeah. which is it, big stuff, yeah. and you didn't need anything more than a, than a regular license? Uh, like some training on it. But not like not like through the DMV. It was just a couple of no, hours no. training in the in the parking lot. Yeah, with you, like yeah. you did on yeah, your own. Exactly. So you know what? So let's let's use Chapman for an example. Chapman, oh let's uh, let's bring you in here. <laughs> Chapman, okay. they they ask you they're going to get you to tow around a big billboard around town, and you don't need any specific DMV training. Chapman, uh, compared to Wallace here, Wallace says he put in two to three hours. Of, of practice in the parking lot. My guess, based on what we've gone through with the board, my guess is you'd start the car or truck or whatever it was that was towing the thing and say, 
Running good. It's Let's all, give it a whirl. It's all right. How much would you train before you had to tow around the big billboard? Well, considering some of the previous jobs I've had, I've had to drive some pretty big things around. How much practice did you do for that? Well, I mean, I had to do OJT, and it was definitely more than three hours. So um, I'm guessing it would probably take me a little bit of time. I mean, because a lot of the things that I had... Would you do any of the practice? Well, well first of all, I... I I would not do it because I'm not a fan of driving vehicles that have a very hard time accelerating. And I would imagine, I don't know how much those things weigh, but I would imagine that they weigh quite a bit. So you wouldn't put any extra well, I would I, 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 I would volu- I would unvolunteer from doing no, it. You're, you're, the, the, well, the, the exercise here is you're going to do it. Okay. <laughs> like you don't have a you're choice. In, you're why, in a position why, you have why to are do you it. violating the because actual I, 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 hyper... Because hypothetical argument. They would take one look at me and say, "That's a guaranteed accident waiting yeah. to happen." I can guarantee you that's not the case. Oh boy, really? Yeah, you think you no. could do it? Well, no. I'm I'm saying that if you got hired for the job, the expectation is that you would be towing around the billboard. So, do you think Chapman would do any practice? Why? Well, the fact that he's not answering the question gives you the answer. So, no, maybe no. five minutes. No, Start no, I, I would have to do it because get, I get the presets ready on the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's about maybe no, no, uh, no. just one mirror or, or no mirrors. No, I would I would practice for the for the simple reason that I know the negative effects on what would happen if I didn't. Okay, so and I, let's, and I'm let's, speaking financially. I'm going to I'm going to connect the dots here. <laughs> Why haven't you practiced on the board? Because there's no potential liability of having an accident? No, no, because I, I can't really practice on you the board. It's you, not, you haven't we, crashed the board? We have the board? One, one live show a day. Where, where am I going to practice? I don't know. Look at the board, come in and well, play with things a little it's, bit. It's, it's a matter of me tri- trial by fire type of thing. I mean, I'm learning. I'm driving it. in today. I'm driving in today. All of a sudden, uh, Kavina and Rich, they're gone. They were just talking to Jim Lapley. They're gone. Like what's going on? And then Wallace shows up with England doing the pregame show mm-hmm. uh, interview. Yep. Like, oh, those guys don't know they're on. I I, I figured out right away that there was uh, buttons pressed, and and I panicked, and nobody got back to me. Mm. Nobody got back. Chapman, you didn't respond to me at all, and I was trying to help you out. Now he's gone. No, no, where, I'm here. Go? I, I thought you were still. I was. No, I, I, you, I thought you, you were still going to throw me under the bus. No, you you. I don't need any help with that. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, pick me up, throw me under it, go out, grab me, throw me under it again. No, you bus up. I'm how much training do you think Darren has in driving that bus? Oh, oh, I got a lot oh, of practice yeah. in this bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and, and throwing. Yeah, I'm a good thrower. Yeah, that's true. Probably, probably better thrower than golfer. Yeah, no, you're right on that. But it's all like none of it's unfactual. I'm just saying we need, we're we're going to tie. Yesterday we talked about getting that one on the board. No, but, but a, I mean, a, a number of days without an incident. Yeah, we were, yesterday's goal was to get the one on the board, and somebody stole the clock. Yep, uh, is the clock back? Today? Yeah, the clock. The clock is now. I you know what? Okay, so the clock's the, back. So I, that's good. I'm but, I'm going to put it out there that the clock will not be here on Monday. Okay, but but the point is we were we were after the one day without an incident. Putting a number up there. That's where our goal was yesterday. And the clock disappeared, and we didn't know what time it was, and uh, we didn't get through that. So today was a new day. Mm-hmm. Today we were starting fresh. And I'm just driving in, and the the number, it didn't even get into our hand to put it up. <laughs> like it stayed in the box no, no. Uh, for, for a number of days without an incident. We can't put the one up. 
Uh, but the bummer. best part is we all get along. Because I'm part of that. I, the, my headphones came unplugged the other day. Mm-hmm. It was a weird, wacky thing, and uh, we figured it out. But I'm part of the, the poor streak. I I'm was not. responsible for one day. And you're, how many days are you responsible for? Zero. No. Oh. Exactly zero. Chapman's a couple. And then the clock is worth one, too. We'll get back to hockey and looking ahead to this Arizona game. I'll tell you why the melee that happened the other night involving nine Stanley Cup rings, looking for a little payback against a player that decked the captain, that's not going to come close to happening tonight. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Backdrop to the uh, big heavyweight uh, fight, not heavyweight, but uh, big fight that's uh, taking place uh, this weekend at T-Mobile Arena. We are inside the fortress getting set for the exhibition encounter between the Arizona Coyotes and the Vegas Golden Knights. It's uh, one of those Vegas weekends where you're just uh, so blessed to be living in this city people are coming here from all over the world mm-hmm. uh, for this weekend in vegas and we get to live here and experience it uh every day uh, as much as we want or uh, relax as much as we want darren millard along with ryan wallace chris chapman back in the fox sports uh, las vegas studio thanks to finley chevrolet uh, helping support the annual swing for seniors charity golf tournament out at los prados golf country club harry hall is there for uh, another little bit pga tour member who lives in las vegas uh, the Britt went to UNLV, and he loves it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stayed here. He's getting it done. And uh, he loves his Vegas Golden Knights, and I'm sure that he's interested to see uh, what uh, the fallout was. Uh, talked to a couple of the guys from the melee mm. following Hayden Hodgson's hit on Mark Stone on Wednesday in which all five players, including Stone, got mm-hmm. up and got their pound of flesh in on uh, Hayden Hodgson. That was an interesting one. Hodgson's a hard player. He's a uh, a guy that uh, is trying to make his mark, and he certainly did that. In a game that featured the Los Angeles Kings organization that was down in Australia, and they had two teams, most of the vets in Australia, and they came back. They're getting acclimatized, uh, time zone, uh, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so they brought a lot of their prospects or players on tryouts, uh, players uh, that are going to play in the American Hockey League. They brought them for that game. It was a NHL-presented roster in Vegas with Eichel and Stone and Stevenson and a bunch of those sure, players against yep. uh, very little uh, on the on the LA Kings side. So when that happened, there was no real person to go out and deal with it right. on Vegas because right. you, you don't really expect that mm-hmm. to happen. Uh, that that won't be the case tonight, and it's interesting because Arizona was also in Australia, and they have like. 15 people on PTOs in, in their camp <laughs> because they have three different teams. You know, Arizona's playing nine preseason games. Nine? Nine. Nine. Wow. Vegas is playing seven. And players are like, oh, that we could play less than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Arizona's playing an NHL high nine preseason games. That's unbelievable. Two uh, hemispheres. Yeah. And they are, they've got a bunch of people, but not one of them. Is at their home rink. <laughs> yeah. Really? Tucson. They're playing in Tucson. Okay. But that's as close as they get to Mullet oh, Arena. That's a good point. In, in, in Tempe. Oh, boy. Not one. So, uh, anyway, Arizona is bringing a uh, prospect uh, AHL slash uh, PTO 
uh, dominant lineup uh, tonight. If something happens this evening, though, mm-hmm. Vegas is uh, addressing a player by the name of Mason Gertzen, uh, yeah. who is uh, come over to the organization, and Mason has no issue uh, dealing with uh, with things like that. So I, I think it just it helps make people think twice. Now you again, nobody's holding Hayden Hudson uh, accountable for a dirty hit. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those hits where you'd like. You'd rather not see in a preseason game. Absolutely, that's and and certainly against the captain, and certainly against the guy who's had uh, two neck surgeries in the last two years. You'd like somebody to think twice mm-hmm. about doing that, and maybe the if you're not going to think twice about doing it tonight, maybe you'll think once, mm-hmm. and that once will be about Mason Gertzen uh, being in in the lineup because this is a guy who uh, has has played. He's played. 25 games in the National Hockey League, but yeah. uh, predominantly in the AHL and the ECHL, and he uh, he can handle himself. He can really uh, deal with anybody that wants to cause a disruption. Yeah, big uh, big kids, solid for sure. And you know, I, I think that you know, you're still going to have guys that are going out there yeah. and, and they're trying to get noticed. But you know, the the other the other side of the coin is. It, if you get noticed inside of a game for a big hit like that, you're going to get noticed by Mason Geertsen, and, and he's going to take exception with that because that's that's uh, to his game, and, and he, he does not have an issue with that whatsoever. So um, my expectation is that we won't see that too much tonight, uh, but I, I think from, from the Golden Knights' perspective, all the players are going to know that it's a possibility now that you kind of got through that and, and saw that happen on Wednesday night. I was surprised that it happened on Wednesday night. I was too. Quite honestly, yeah. uh, that that kind of style uh, is not not nearly as prevalent uh, anymore. And if it is, it usually, like the AHL guy, mm-hmm. prospect, mm-hmm. will try to find the AHL prospect yeah. or the other the other tough guy. There, there has been cases, uh, a buddy of mine, Todd Halushko, uh, told a great story over text the other day as we were, we were discussing this. Uh, he tried to push the envelope when he played. He was a uh, 7th round, 12th round pick of the Calgary Flames wow. back when, yeah. when they only had 21 teams. Yeah, and yeah. So there was uh, uh, more rounds, but the uh, same number of players drafted. He played a preseason game against Claude Lemieux. And at the faceoff, told Claude Lemieux, let's fight. Mm-hmm. Let's fight. And Claude said, why would I fight you? Yeah. You'll be in the minors tomorrow. And Toddy was like, no, let's go. No, I'm not going to fight you. Mm-hmm. They drop the puck. Toddy goes after it. He gets jumped by Claude Lemieux, <laughs> who, who after saying he's not going to fight him, fights him, yeah. beats the tar out of him. Oh, boy. And the story finishes with Claude was right. Toddy was in the minors the next day. Oh, boy. <laughs> because of that. And, and he said very seldom – do you, do you get to initiate anything with a veteran? Mm-hmm. And if you do, uh, or if you try to, it turns out in the wrong fashion. Mm. Like Todd tried to initiate it, it turned out in the wrong fashion because the veteran was really smart. And the other night, uh, Hayden Hodson uh, tried to initiate it, and it didn't turn out uh, as well for anybody. He was doing his job, but the, the idea that you've got a little bit in the back pocket mm-hmm. just to – Make sure that you're gonna have to answer it. And there's that was that was a hockey game. Vegas was trying to get reps. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of guys in there that could have gone after Hayden Hudson. After some guy, some people did with mm-hmm. hacks and slashes. But a veteran's not gonna 
go do that. It, they they love Mark Stone. They, yeah. they did initially. Yeah, for but sure. after you, you're not going to go and put yourself in a bad spot where you're going to potentially get hurt in a fight against somebody that can really handle themselves. And the other guys, the prospects mm-hmm. or the AHL guys, what what good is it for them? Now you can you could become a name in the building, sure, or on the on the radio broadcast, the TV broadcast. But if if you get hurt, you got to kind of balance that. Where where am I if I'm Max Comfort yeah. uh, on a PTO? I want to I want to get the coach's attention. I'm going to go defend and stick up for my teammate. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I think it's amazing. You stand there, you wait for Hudson to come out of the penalty box, and you say, "Let's go. We're going to dance." Mm-hmm. No way you do that to to our captain. Mm-hmm. But he gets hurt doing that, and he's on a PTO. He doesn't have a contract to fall back on. Right, and all of a sudden you're in a you're in a bad bad spot. So that that won't be the case. Nobody's going to be put in that situation tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. of of trying to to balance the standing up for your teammate in a preseason game. Your captain's okay. Uh, to uh, tonight, Mason Gertson is he's the stand up. It, it nobody. Get in his way. If something happens tonight, mm-hmm. he will be the guy going out there. He knows his job. The former defenseman. Yeah. Now he's a forward. Yeah. I. I mean, it's. I think it's good to have that in the lineup for sure. Now to kind of circle back to to the, you know, the idea with with Max Comtois. You know, to me in that in that moment, right? Like, it doesn't necessarily need to be a, a full on Donnie Brook or a fight or anything like that. But but maybe just initiating some pushback on his part. Can, can push you in the right direction. Obviously, you don't want to get hurt. Obviously, yeah. you don't want it to be to turn into a full-on fight where you have the risk of, of injuring, say, your hand or anything like that. But I do think in that moment, if you're able to kind of be that guy that, that takes the bull by the horns. Oh, there's an opportunity. There was an opportunity yeah, 100%. there. 100%. That for, for, for any of them. Any of them, for sure. But I'm, but I'm looking at Comtois yeah. specifically because you could turn, you could turn PTO into a contract if you're the if you're willing in, in that moment to go out there and, and take the bull by the horns. But he's also thinking, is that really going to put me over the top? Now it's yeah. it's it's going to get the admiration of George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon and yeah. the appreciation of the coaching staff and certainly the players. Sure. Hey, attaboy. You go out there, attaboy. But is that really what's going to put Max Comtois on this roster or is it going to be because then he's then he's in the box for five yeah, minutes. That's true. Or ten, he loses any opportunity to do what he's supposed to do. I, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I am totally with you. Yeah. But I've thought this through, <laughs> and from a independent contractor point of view, sure. Yeah, yeah makes which sense. Max is right now. Yeah. He's taking away time if he does that mm-hmm. from doing what he's supposed to be doing, which is being an offensive player on the ice and you're you're right on the money like the the best way for max comtois to make this team is to do it with his skill set yeah. like we all know that because that's ultimately what we believe can make vegas one two percent better and that's ultimately what you're trying to do with him in camp but you know i, I still look at that opportunity as as one opportunity where you want to you want to set yourself maybe a little bit further ahead mm-hmm. that's one that was right there for you just be noticed yeah 100 percent just be, and we're using Max as an example, yeah. but that goes for every player that doesn't have a full-time National Hockey League job. Absolutely. And but you got to you got to measure it with the yeah. potential of you say go in and scuffle. 
that sounds great. Yeah. But what if the guy actually what if gets a hold down? of you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the, the linesman, that's the one time the linesman back off and go, okay, yeah, no, you, you started this. Go for it. Or you get the instigator, and yeah. then you're you're done. Like, yeah. There's, I'd be more worried about what if the guy gets a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you know, you've been in that situation before. Clubbed. Yep. Oh, you're talking about uh, yeah. Gary Lawless? Yeah. That was so cheap. I'm just saying you've Lawless. been in that situation before. That was like five years ago now. Gets a hold of you. And so cheap. Like, it's, it's always fun to bring up. He got the instigator, and he got a four-game penalty. And what he got is the, 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 the W. And what he, he got is the yes, win. Yes, he absolutely got the W. And, <laughs> and thankfully, I had a contract to fall back on. That's a good point. To get me through that. Yeah. That was at FanFest in... Would you, have, would you have engaged on a PTO? No. No. Not a chance. <laughs> not without a contract. And I just thought we were doing something for fun. I thought it was like wrestling. It yeah. was like an exhibition. Yeah. It wasn't. No. It ended up being the real thing. FanFest five years ago. It's wow. amazing. And I'm just now recovering. Are you? Like between the bike accident yeah. and Gary Lawless beating me up in the, uh, what do you call those things? The, is the it's the, the joust? Balloon, yeah, it's the right? jousting, but it yeah. was in the uh, the balloon, the blow up things. The oh yeah, I I don't know. There's a name for those. Yeah, things. sure. Uh, in the bouncy castle. Okay. Basically, yeah. Between the bike accident and the bouncy castle, it's pretty even. What took more steam out of me? <laughs> the hospital bill was bigger from the bike accident, <laughs> but but the bill to my ego was massive yeah. on the. Uh, on the bouncy castle. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll set up uh, hour number two. A lot of hockey talk coming your way as we're having some fun with Section 104, T-Mobile Arena getting set for the Vegas Golden Knights against the Arizona Coyotes. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Got Bruce Cassidy coming up in hour number two. Looking forward to uh, it. Uh, by the way, the It Hurts to Win book. Mm-hmm. Uh, some advanced copies arrived at the office today, and they are fantastic. I've, I'm one that's been availed to see the book in its electronic form, mm-hmm. and some of the pictures and the different presentations, and then you see it go on sale, and you're aware of uh, what is going to be in your hands. But to, to actually see it today physically, and to leaf through it, mm-hmm. it's really impressive and uh, Nate Ewell and everybody that's uh, had such a, a remarkable input in, into this project uh, and Gordon and Gary and the writers and the, are the primary writers and a lot of editing and the pictures are fantastic mm-hmm. and it, even if you're not planning on a look through it three times four times a year mm-hmm. and reading it it's just a perfect keepsake like when they say coffee table book yeah. It is a perfect coffee table book, and it's one that you will not be able to go to somebody's house, see it, and uh, and resist picking it up and just scanning through it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I'm I'm excited to to get a to get my hands on one. I'm excited to read as much as possible. I, Gary's been been telling some stories and, and you know maybe some behind the scenes type stuff as to what the interview process was and, and some of the stories that com- that came out of that on the radio through the first couple of games. And I'll tell you what, if, if you're listening to Gary's stories... In, in your if you're listening to Gary's stories, you think it's the first book that's ever been published. Well, to be fair, um, it is, it's the best book that's going to be published for the Vegas Golden Knights. So you, you might as well... Until Volume 2 comes up. Well, until Volume 2. And, you know, when that happens, we'll have... 
a lot more to celebrate. We're, we, we're bugging Gary. I, I don't know whether he's listening upstairs or not. Uh, we've been bugging Gary in and around the office yeah. uh, about different uh, different jabs. Oh, do, really? Do, do you know Gary wrote a book? It's, it's an accomplishment. Come yeah. on. It's the first book since since the first big one was, was written. <laughs> it's, and, and that one stuck... Stuck around for a while, there's, there's and then and then there's two, it hurts to win two great works, yeah, <laughs> in the entirety of the earth. It's amazing, and we're still fully on board with how awesome it is. You just gotta have some fun with it uh, along the way. <laughs> Bruce Cassidy plus one timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Uh, a lot happening in and around this training camp session as we continue to tee up Arizona Coyotes and the Vegas Golden Knights. Game four of the Golden Knights preseason right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas tonight.